Well, oh my God, I, I guess we're doing this NCAA tournament thing officially now. Uh, that all but put Michigan State into the big dance. What a way to do so, though. We have Graham Nelson, a man who never lost the faith of this game, on to talk about that <laughs> whirlwind of a game with us. Let's get going. Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Lock on Spartans listeners, welcome to a very joyous episode. It was always going to be joyous. Come on, there was never a doubt of that game. Another joyous episode of Lock on Spartans before I let this strapping gentleman next to me talk. Hey, that's right. This episode this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. This is Graham Nelson next to me. And look, Michigan State was down 12 at halftime against Nebraska. It was looking awful. Michigan State not shooting well. Terrible body language. Nebraska was cooking on senior night. And one of us was a hater. One of us said that I'm ready to record a halftime, actually. This game is over. I've seen enough. Uh, we'll see everyone again Saturday for a game. See if they want to play then. And another person just graded all things in life, and that includes predicting the end of games where Michigan State is down 12 points. That'd be you, Graham. So you get to talk. You're the smart one between the two of us because I did I did not think that that was going to end the way it did. That was crazy. Crazy. I <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really, really glad that it worked out that way. And, like, you immediately tweeted out our DMs. And, like, I'm glad for multiple reasons. I'm, I'm glad that they won. I'm also glad because, you know, for whatever, you know, it makes me look – relatively intelligent for a, a short period of time you are a savant. Um, savant yeah but i honestly like honest to god i never felt like michigan state was gonna lose tonight like wow it looked bad it looked really really bad but if you like i was just watching the game like man these guys are getting good shots and if you look at the past three mm -hmm. weeks michigan state even though they have two losses has been playing like they essentially have not been the better team for not including the Nebraska game, but not been the better team for in the last five games for a total of about four minutes of game sure. time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If, if you look at towards the end of Michigan and then, and then obviously the, the, <clears throat> the Iowa game and they're getting, they were getting really, really good shots. They were just missing them. And like at some point, you know, stupid phrase, but water finds its level and like the level was up. And I mean, that's the way that I felt. And on like the other side of it is Nebraska was, I mean, you look at a dude who's shooting like what? 26% from three hitting a 30 footer. Like uh, unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In like, in that kind of happens, then you got, you know, um, I can't pronounce his name, but you know, he's hitting crazy shots and I know he's a good shooter and everything like that, but. Oh, uh, um, Naga. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like, it, it was just one of those things that like everything was going their way. Every little tiny thing, every every loose ball, and not just like from an effort-related loose ball, like every little tip, the ball would bounce weird ways. It was going Nebraska's way. And Michigan yeah. State was like still right there. Now, if they would have gone into halftime down like 16 or 18, like I think that's a, like I probably would have been like, yeah, dude, let's just record and call it good. Um, sure. But like once they kind of chunked it down to like 12, 10, and they were right there, like I kind of felt like, all right, this is – I didn't think it was going to end up 
kind of as lopsided as, as it did. I, I think the next message was like, they might cover was the, uh, was, was like my next oh, message. To I, you you might've said they will cover. I think Hold, I'm, I'm going to go back in the files here. Um, they're probably going to win. I'm telling you right now, probably even cover is what you sent to me as MSU was down 12 coming off of a half with just like some of the worst body language you could ever imagine to end a half as well. And like, I'm sorry to start an episode like this, like talking about the first half of a game where the second half won it for them. But I think it tells the story of the game because, look, you talked about water finding its level. You know, Michigan State was going to start making these open shots. The game started like it was a correction from the Iowa game. Like, all right, you you shot 60% from three against Iowa. Of course you're going to miss some of these open shots. I thought it was just going to be a game-long thing. Like, oh, it's just a game-long correction coming here over at Lincoln. And – yeah, a lot of things were going Nebraska's way. You know, Michigan State was getting good shots, but it, it was the body language at the end of that half was not looking good at all. And also, like, after MSU got some good shots, they really had some possessions that were odd. You know, mm-hmm. passing up open threes. It's like, oh, my God, are they just mentally shrinking where they don't even want to shoot the threes anymore? Like, we're, we're passing up open threes for travels. We're passing up open threes to pass it to the guy that's a 28% shooter in A.J. Hogard. Like, it was <laughs> like, oh, my God, we're just mentally unraveling right now. But... Look, I don't know what happened at the locker room at halftime. Speak about it after the game a little bit. That AJ mm-hmm. Hogard went in there. Horrible of body language as I thought he had in the first half. I guess he walked into halftime and said, "That's the, that's the worst basketball I've played." Uh, yeah. Tom Izzo, you know, responded to that with, "Yeah, ever." <laughs> and um, <laughs> so he took ownership, which is really good, really mature. That's just that's what you want. Out of your junior point guard this late in the season too, so yeah, yeah, but I mean that's like that's actually a really really good point. I mean, think about think about last year, AJ Hogarth playing like terrible, right? He would never go in the locker room and and own that and and figure it out. And I mean, I know you're like semi joking about that, but like that's you know that's a huge turn. And the thing that I saw, if you look at the body language, it wasn't to me like we're giving up. Like they look pissed. Okay. Like, okay. To me, like they they looked mad, and you saw even Tyson Walker kind of like, I don't want to use this this like steep for a second half. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to use like the the cheat the cheap word, but he was mm-hmm. taking some a few little shots there at yeah. uh, at people, and like, all right, like <laughs> I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not saying you want to hurt anyone, but I'm saying sure. like I don't mind the fire a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, I, again, I, I just thought it was really, really interesting that the second half has been the second half. Obviously, they, they, they've shot it really, really well. But the second half was has been was much more common to how they've been playing than the first half yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, that's kind of what I what I am somehow growing to expect out of this team. And I think it has to do with the fact that they're finally healthy, finally playing together, finally got their feet feet under them. Malik Hall finally understands his role a little bit. Like they've all found their roles really well. And then Jay Nickens is, is he like the best player on the team? No, he's not. I saw his point out party the last two games. I don't know, man. I mean, what, what did he, what, hold on. What did he shoot today? Oh, just five of nine from three. That, that's all. Yeah. Man, what do you have? Seven, yeah. 17 points, five of nine from three. Like, yeah. and he started all four. Yeah. Oh, and it was a nasty looking over four. Like he was getting good looks, and I his first two shots like had side spin on it. I'm like, oh my heavens, this okay? That's a new yeah wrinkle on an old twist. Okay, a little like uh, this is just typical how you you and you our podcasts go. But 
I want to know what the hell happened between he and Mark Montgomery. They they were like screaming at each other. And then he buried a three right in front of him and turned around and screamed at him. Yeah. Aikens is like the least fiery guy in this team too. He has so much I love about his game, but like screaming and getting in people's faces. I, I don't remember that at least. So that that was nice to see as as well tonight. I mean, I think he like really wanted the ball. I think, I mean, this is just like me watching from home. Yeah. Right. I think he, he wanted, he really wanted the ball. He really wanted a play ran for him. And then Mark Montgomery ran a play that, that wasn't for him. So I think he yelled at him. Gotcha. Well, the ball ended up coming to him and he buries a three anyways. And he turns and yells at him, <laughs> runs back on the floor, comes back down the next and Izzo screaming at him, gets the ball again, buries another three and turns yeah. around and daps up his Here's teammate. Another one for you. Here's another one for you. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I mean, like a little bit of, you know, Cassius Winston at Penn State uh, a, a few years back. Yes. And they're like screaming at each other. Great comparison. Uh, that was a, that was one for the ages. I thought Cassius was going to swing on Tom during yeah. that game. I, th- I thought that was going to get like teeth on the floor ugly. But God, the boys rallied and won. So similar to the game tonight, man. That's Yeah. Uh, that's anyways, I've got, I got us completely off topic there. But uh, no, what, else wants, what else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about FanDuel right now. That you, you know what? That was smooth. I felt like that was smooth. I didn't have a lot of smooth things to say on Twitter today, but like that, that was smooth right there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're ruining smooth. ruining the the smoothness right now. You could have just gone right into it, but whatever. Uh, well, I, yeah, that's that's a really good point. <laughs> I almost had a really fun day on FanDuel. I, I had a little bet out there: Michigan State to win by six to ten points at plus three thirty three. And lo and behold, how on earth does that bet lose? But not because nebraska did well but because michigan state got above that whatever that's beside the point and i'm thrilled to lose that bet any comfortable win is a win i will take here if you want to even call that comfortable gang if you are not hip to FanDuel, what are you waiting for we're talking about america's number one sports book every new customer gets a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's right you're getting one thousand smackaroos back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Gang, you can bet on everything. I mean, we're talking college basketball. Tis the season for wagering some money on college basketball. NBA's in the mix, NHL in the mix. We got baseball starting up. Hey, they got it all for you at FanDuel, and they take care of you by paying you fast. That's right. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. It's FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Let's get Graham Nelson back off the bench here. The man who saw this win coming the entire time, not, not even moved in the first half. And there's <laughs> just one more thing I want to bring up in the first half because, you know, this is the yin and the yang from the first half to the second half. But going along with the bad body language, like you astutely pointed out that you think it was just guys pissed off. I thought it was guys that were just uh, like kind of on a different planet. Just because of how they were in transition defense. Like what we've seen Michigan State do for years to other teams, historically under Tom Izzo, is getting them when they're not looking, getting them with their head down. Like that happened to Michigan State more than we're used to. Second half, like look, I know the offensive explosion in the second half with 54 points is the headline. You have Joey Hauser hitting multiple threes, Aikens hitting multiple threes, Tyson Walker hitting multiple threes, Malik Hall hitting multiple threes in the second half. But man, the defense too mm-hmm. is something you gotta talk about with that game as well. They looked locked in. And I tweeted this out too. It's like this is going to be a fascinating 
fascinating spectacle of what this team looks like out of that half because this could be a seminal moment for the rest of the season or they can just let the game go just yeah mail it in that's fine well we'll get them it okay we, we got their answers on both ends of the floor and um okay i, I I'll, I'll i'll stop Houston, are we going to Houston, Graham? Let's just let's get down to brass tacks here. Let's yeah, book your book your tickets. No, okay. honestly, like there is, they are good enough to do it if with the right path. Yeah, um, and with the right path, if they come across anybody with like a dominating big, that's it's gonna just, be a problem. It's, it's just going to be a problem. Um, yeah. but Armando they, Baycott as an 11 seed as we're a six seed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's just what they need. But, I mean, I think um, – but, I mean, they're scoring so much more efficiently now that, like – It's crazy. Are we – It's crazy. The ball movement is superb. As, right. As well. I, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But, like, you go back and – Watch the Purdue games or, or, or the Illinois game earlier this year. Um, I don't think with the way this team is currently scoring right now, mm-hmm. there is, in the way they're shooting three, if that continues, there is 0% chance we are every, ever double downing in the, doubling down in the post ever again. Sure. Sure. Because we're just going to say, hey, go eat, get your two. We are going to run you off the three-point line. We're going to let you feed on the inside, go right ahead. Cause we're going to score right there with you. Yeah. Um, so that is why there is a path. Now the issue has come out multiple times against Michigan, against Iowa defensive rebounding. When you go with that small ball lineup is like, I mean, it's non-existent, right? When you're having, you know, Joey Hauser is a really good rebounder, but yeah. the, dude, the dude's six foot nine. And we seen him dunk one time in his career at Michigan state. I don't even remember that. I'm going to shoot you straight. You want, you want to know how I remember that? Is because it was, I forget the game it was, but I was actually on the podcast with you and you came out and asked, like, anything good happened? I, like, I was like, we learned that Joey Hauser can dunk. Oh, That's why I remember man. it. Blast from the past. Look at you. Great memory. Yeah. Um, so, like, that that's a big thing. I mean, I, I do think there is a path, but it has to be the right draw. Um, yeah. Like, if they get. I don't even want to go down. We can go down this path at a different time, but I think there's a path. I think, I this think there's a three hour conversation. Yeah. Yes. Like I, which I, I'm sure we will have uh, eventually. Yes. I, I just got that small ball lineup though is it. Oh God, it's Graham. It's so good. It, like that small it ball is. lineup is so good. I'm, I'm going to name you the three point percentages of that small ball lineup. Of course, we're talking Tyson Walker, Joey Hauser, AJ Hogar, Malik Hall, and Jaden Akins. Tyson Walker, 42.4%. Joey Hauser, 43.9%. AJ Hogar, 29.7%. Malik Hall, 38.7%. Jaden Akins, 41.9%. We're talking three guys that are popping this puppy. Over 40%. A fourth guy that's shooting over 38%. And then, like, okay, 29% is, like, not great. But, like, we have seen AJ Hogar hit some moderately big threes in games before. I'm not calling him Steph Curry by any means, but, like, like that, those are the numbers and the lineups that you want as you are rolling into March here. And I understand not every game is going to be all three of these guys igniting, but you get two of these guys hot. Well, that's <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you look at like where, where they're at now, right? I mean, every, like you hear people talk like you need three guys going at all time. Well, Michigan mm-hmm. State can true, like you at this point, you're counting on 
uh, Hauser and, and Walker, they're going to get their probably 16 plus. Yeah. Right. Um, and then after that, if you, you have essentially one of three guys between Aikens Hall and Hogard to say, Hey man, like you're the other dude that we need to get that needs to get 14 mm-hmm. or 15. And yep. like, they can kind of pick their poison. That's why I think they have a path and that's why they've been able to score. Um, as well, as well as, as they've have lately. Uh, cause I just don't see, I thought Tyson Walker, I thought he had like eight points tonight. I didn't even notice him until like that, oh. that last shot. And then I look at the stats. He was he just absolutely putting the dagger in them. Yeah, I know. It was, yeah, it was, it was a silent, silent <laughs> night for him. And then, yeah, it's just like what you said. You look in the box where it's like, Oh, just a casual 19. Just, yeah. just something light. <laughs> Couldn't believe it, man. Couldn't believe it. Hard defensively because they were just face guarding and running in and, and running around guarding. And then I'm like, man. Yeah. Defense. I just like go to Yahoo and check this. So I was like way off base on, on what I saw from him. Man, it's it's exciting times. It's I, I yeah. I think it's pause. I, I can't believe we're just having this conversation after what we saw in the first half. Like this is this is I'm, the first half feels like it was six months ago. I'm having a lot of fun, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, so like, what does this put for X? You know what? Let's let's even take a step back away from March Madness right now. Like, what expectation do you have for the Big Ten tournament now? Like, if if that's a conversation that you want to even entertain, like, is this like semifinal or bust, or like, are you are you finals or bust, or what? What do you feel like for the Big Ten tournament now, or is this another thing where got to see the bracket to see it unfold completely? Um, I would. I, well, I, I would like to see a bracket, but I would lo- I I really just want to see them get another shot at Purdue and or Illinois. Okay. Um, just to see like, okay, how do we match up there? Like, can can we level up there? Like mm-hmm. you showed against Indiana that you can level. I know Indiana's terrible at the Breslin Center, which is a whole weird thing. But yeah, very. Um, like you showed. I mean, you kicked the crap out of Indiana, who's you know really really good, even though they yeah. got worked tonight, but. That was um, odd too. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa does not shoot like that on the road. That was uh, no. I mean, you talk about a correction. That was a correction of epic yeah. proportion. <laughs> yeah. But like, I I don't know. I don't really. I don't care if they win. If they get to the finals, obviously, I want to see them win. Like, yeah, I want to see them win every game. But like, I'm not the big Big Ten tournament title person. Like, it's 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 fun to have, but I don't really care. Um, but I would love to see them get a game where they can play against. Um, one of those top tier teams see like, okay, in a tournament setting, how can we level up specifically Purdue? Um, mm-hmm. I do want to see what they look like against Purdue, but I mean, um, that's really, that's really all I'm concerned about. Just kind of see like, Hey, well, what can you, what do you look like against a top tier team in a tournament setting? That's more what I'm concerned about. I, I like that a lot. And I hearken back to the days of 2015 when, you know, they, they did take a pretty nice run in the big 10 tournament and they played, a top 10 Wisconsin team. And I think they took that game to overtime. They, they looked really good against that strong team after looking just eh, the regular season. And then like, you could see like uh, this seven seeded team might have the makings of a final four. Yeah. Team. And sure enough, well, lo and behold, yeah, they do it. So I, yeah, if they could do that against like Purdue, you know, play Purdue close, uh, if you will, gotta hate to take a moral victory before the ball is even tipped. But, uh, 
like based on what we've seen the last few games with how well the offense is clicking. And yeah, I understand that it helps me make 30% of your three pointers on the road, like they did against Iowa or light it up in the second half today. But the ball movement was incredible. Yep. Anyway, with all that said, if you take the sample size, the last five, six games of the season, and you just have a close loss in the big 10 tourney, like not now we're seeing where the dream is, the, the vision that, that we've gone up and down, up and down with having throughout the season and peaking at the right time. Hopefully, yeah. I hope God we're not jinxing the crap out of Saturday's game against Ohio State. But whatever, <laughs> if they lose that game, at least we're still most likely in the tournament. It's like a ninety nine point nine percent chance of happening now. The only way it happens is if the committee just forgets about us. But yeah, I mean, is is Nebraska home a quad one win? I don't believe so. I got Nebraska on the road. Oh, I just closed out of that page. Nope, it's a quad two win. Okay. Unfortunately, they are just outside the top one hundred. Um, and then, of course, Ohio State at home would be a quad two win as well. And then I just threw this in the Bart Torvik. Let's say you beat Penn State in the first round. Okay, that's a nice win. And then lose to Maryland. Bart Torvik actually has you right now. After you beat Nebraska, you beat Ohio State. You win the first Big Ten tournament game. You lose your second one. Last six seed. In March Madness. Now, of course, that's not gospel. Okay, this is computers against human committees, but but don't have agendas. Uh, by the way, committees that don't have agendas. Never. <laughs> oh, yeah, can I? You know, I'm going to sidetrack right now. I'm so sorry. I, I'm. This isn't going to be about Michigan State at all right now. But I have a crippling addiction to bracketology. I will read any <laughs> and every bracketology possible. It is a sickness. I get angry when I read the bracketologies where it's, oh, last team in, Utah State, first team out, North Carolina. Grow up. Yeah. Grow up. It, the Tar Heels are making the tournament. You, yes. you think this committee that is driven by TV ratings and dollars is going to say, yeah, put, put the Utah State Aggies in. Who needs a team that was in the title game last year? Who needs North Carolina? Grow up. Yeah. Grow up. Anyway, I, so like, God, I just get so upset. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about how I get upset that Joel Lenardi only updates his bracketology every fourth day this time of the year, even though it's his only job at ESPN. I'm not gonna do it right now. I'm in a good mood, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, Are you go good? Away. I'm not. No, I haven't been good in. I haven't been good in days, Graham. This this, this has been a, t- a tough stretch uh, mentally upstairs for me. So, am I good? <laughs> no. Well, it's all. It's, a, it, it, it's all. It's all relative, right? Um, what were we talking about before you went on that? No idea. Uh, oh, uh, the sixth seed. Uh, and yeah, because I thought the dream was dead after the Iowa game, but it turns out like they didn't lose a lot of spots in the net ranking after that Iowa game. Uh, don't know how that works necessarily, but I'm not the guy that's in charge of net. But like that sixth seed dream is still alive. How how important it, how important is it between like the sixth and the seventh seed in your opinion? Do you think there's that big of a jump between like the two seeds this season and like what the three seeds would be or not much variance in your opinion uh i'm honest i don't think there's much variance but i just think it it depends on who it is like i don't want to see houston correct i don't i didn't get the willies uh, a little bit yeah i didn't want to see alabama now i kind of do yeah I don't. Does Carl play a role in, in their NCAA run? Because like I could see like a higher power saying like, "Yeah, you guys are leaving the round of thirty-two with how you've handled your whole situation," or mm-hmm. maybe Karma is dead and they just bang out a Final Four run. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't know. 
I think I'll probably stay away from that question. <laughs> yeah, let's let's really break it down. I mean, I I don't let's talk know. about what's going on in Tuscaloosa, Graham. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's get into brass tacks here. <laughs> um, is it the thing? This drives me nuts because like Alabama is like my favorite team to watch this year. They're so fun. They're Just, so fun. I mean, the like their brand of basketball. Like, hey, here's the best athletes in the world, and here's a basketball. Go dunk it or shoot a three, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. Like that's a, a ton of fun to watch. It's a blast. It's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that said, yeah, with that said, I, I don't know, but like, I don't know like, to back to your point. I don't know that the ranking to me, it's like what the, the, the matchups that, that, that we have, because Michigan state can match up with a lot of people, but like you get a super strong defensive rebounding team like that in a strong team, that's very good on defense and rebounds the ball really well. Like I think that's where Michigan state's in trouble. Yeah. If you want to try and outscore Michigan state right now, the way they're playing right now, they can hang I with you. Try. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. And, and the thing is, is like, because they, they, an all year outside of for a minute and a half against Iowa have been, you know, one of the best three point defensive teams in the country. Like at some point, that's not an accident, right? At some point, that's just not teams missing shots. Right. Like you're doing something correct there, and, and I don't expect that to change, especially when teams are playing in new arenas, big, large venues, um, those sort of things. Which now I'm talking myself into, you know, Michigan State's going to win a national championship, and you guys heard it here first. So, is 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 March not the best month for it, March? <laughs> is the best month and the worst month of all time. Like it, it is going to shave years off of our lives, but you know what? Like after games like that. You, you do get that twinkle in your eye and, and a longing look. Just Houston. Yeah. yeah. And we could win there, too. That's right. We're, we're yeah. just going to Houston. We're winning two games while we're there. Oh, it's just it's, it's so exciting. Oh, we're man. sick. We are sick people. I know. I can't wait to be punching the air when they're down by eight points at the under-12 timeout this Saturday against Ohio State. Oh, it's, it's going to be a great, great mental correction here. I'm just so... I'm just so elated tonight. Not not that they won, but like if they lost, I... it would. If they lost, that that would have not have been good, Graham. It would have not have been good. Like there would have been some importance on Saturday. Like odds are they would have made the tournament anyway. But the conversation is back, and this is a team that's now mentally reeling off back to back road games with just one more regular season to go. And you might be playing on Wednesday of the Big Ten tournament if you lost that game. Like, yeah, this this game. <laughs> This game meant so much for so many reasons. Whether um, it's just just the mentality of the fans or what the bracket of the Big Ten tournament looks like next week, like this, this was a big one, Graham. Yeah, and then we would have like we also would have had to like listen to five days of people telling us that we should fire Izzo and the games passed him by and stuff and that whole thing, which is you know Not really good. really cool and it's um, getting great dialogue as always. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe I would have even entertained it if, if they lost that game. I don't know. I, mentally, I was not in a good place at halftime. I was. Um, and oh. dude, here's like the thing is, is like a game about Nebraska. Nebraska didn't start the season off very well, but like they've yeah. gotten like Nebraska's turned themselves into a pretty good basketball team this year. Not yeah. great by any means. Like that is a that is a really like like a very good win on the road. Like the spread was four. It wasn't 15. The spread was four. Yeah, right, right. You know what I So, like, it was expected to be a close game. Yeah. It's just so hard to wrap your head around Nebraska being, like, good because it's Nebraska basketball. They've, there's no brand to it. 
No, you know, new, new team every year. You know, yeah. Like, it's it. Fred Hoiberg's got it. He's got a tough job out there. Yes, in, in Lincoln. It's got. But like you are right. You know, they won their last four games. They also beat Rutgers at the rack. And I know that Rutgers has fallen apart a little bit right now. But anytime you win at the rack, that's an incredible game. Winners of five of the last six. I mean, and on senior night too of all nights, and you spotted them twelve points. In the first half, like yes, that, is, that crowd is good. That crowd is wild in the first half. They were unbelievable. We we had um someone on from Coordination yesterday, and oh my god, I'm so disrespectful. Got his name, Justin Gerhardt, I believe was his name, and he was talking about how you know the place is gonna be rocking. And I think it was not in my head, you know, but at the back of my head, I'm thinking like, is that correct? Is that true? And yeah, lo, no, lo and behold, he absolutely knows what he's talking about because that place was electric. Dude, Nebraska and, fans uh, are crazy. They're crazy. They are. Like they're great. I, I, I like them. I like them yeah. actually. They're 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 a very fun bunch. I do enjoy them. Um, but that's as good of a quad two win as you could ever find. I yeah. mean, just for what it means for the season. And yeah, it's a really it's a really good win. Like, yeah, never ever ever be upset with a road win in college basketball on a Tuesday night ever. No, no, especially coming off of a loss the way you lost it because I yes. mean, Grant Couch tweeted this. A lot of us were thinking about it, but like we're about to find out a lot about. Michigan State here, you know, in and the second did. half and also going into that game as well. And we, we found out a lot about this team. Yeah. And what we yeah. found out yeah. is that I'm going to Delta.com after hanging up and I am perusing flights to Houston for the first weekend of April. Maybe Chicago first, just putting it up for the Big Ten. Yeah, I guess. Is it in Chicago or Indianapolis? In Chicago. It is year, Chicago. Right? It is Chicago. You're all right. Yeah. 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 It, it, it yeah. Chicago. So, oh, man. I'm going to knock on wood before I just jinx every living hell out of everything. We, we, you know what? We just lost that first six versus 11 game after um, just talking the way I did. But, oh, well, if not for nothing, it was a fun conversation. <laughs> Put, call your shot. Who are you going to lose to? We are going to lose to yeah, – no, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to speak it into existence. Do you think the committee is going to turn down Tar Heels versus Spartans round one? Are you kidding? That's going to be better ratings than the final four. So, yeah. Tar Heels I would. If they play yeah. North Carolina in the first round, I'm like I don't get upset about too much, and I try not to let sports affect tell. affect me yeah. too much. Yeah, I would legit be like, yeah, that would piss me off. I would throw my beer glass at the television, and I'm not like an angry person, uh, contrary to popular belief. Like, <laughs> I keep to myself. Usually I just like sink into the couch and I'm just despondent, but like, no, that will get me up like punching drywall. If, if we're yeah. up in Tar Heels in the first, I don't game. think, I don't think you're an angry person, spiteful maybe, but maybe, but not angry. Uh, yeah. Irrational. Yeah. Um, unhinged in March, especially, but like yeah. quiet unhinged. Yeah. I yeah. Just, yeah. We all are. But Hey, th- thanks for jumping by <laughs> and, and, and chatting it up. Uh, you're locked on Spartans. Uh, just, just, I'm sorry, go ahead. Just, thanks for coming by just to criticize you and say goodnight. It is, you know, it's 20 to uh, twenty to midnight. It's almost March 1st, so. Oh, March is in the air, baby. God, this is yeah. great. I, I love this time of year. I hate this time of year. And I always love talking to you, though, Graham. I, I never hate talking to you. Um, thank you for talking me off the ledge in the DMs during halftime that Michigan State would indeed win the game, as if you read the script. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, anything you want to say or anything you want to plug before we let you go enjoy the rest no. of the week? Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't I, have nothing, I have nothing to plug. I'm, I'm, I'm moving out of state in like a week, and gotcha. uh, it's all I'm focused on right now. So, 
There we go. Laser focus. Look at you, man. We're yep. going to be back tomorrow. We will probably be talking basketball, maybe some football, but we will definitely be talking gymnastics. We're having Mike Rowe, head coach of Big Ten champion Michigan State Gymnastics on the show tomorrow as well. So, yes, a lot more action to come this week. Locked on Spartans. Keep it tuned. Love you all. I, I genuinely mean that. Thank you for hanging out with us, guys. You guys are the best. Go Green.